This is true buzz. That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Uh, rolling boom rolling 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 yeah yeah welcome to the true bud show this is long overdue we have nolan culver co-owner of the third wheel podcast studio stand-up comedian um la guys podcast just all around chill dude and i'm happy to talk to you today man thanks for coming into the studio man i'm jealous i'm looking at you in the studio i'm missing that shit yeah, right now. yeah man we miss you too buddy thanks for having me on I'm uh, I like that you said all around cool dude. That's 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 the main part. Forget about the other stuff. <laughs> all around cool dude. Hey. hey, thanks, man. You know, you know, hopping off the top, did you learn a little about like what you like to smoke or what's your opinion on just weed in general, oh, bro? So that's the funny thing, bro, is that I am uh, I'm not a big weed guy. Like I smoke, I smoke very casually. Um, I've been smoking a lot over the last couple of weeks, but for the most part, I'm not even a huge weed guy, man. Like I just smoke. Whatever Mike Mazzalotti, the co-owner, gives me. That's what I smoke. <laughs> One time we bought this stuff called Gorilla Glue, me and my wife Betsy, and we really like that. I don't know what that is, but we really like that. Yeah, gor- Gorilla Glue is nice, bro. Why is that hard to Mike's say right now? Is that hard too, to say man. right now? Gor- gorilla Glue. I, I know, that's what I thought too. I'm like, am I crazy? <laughs> Just... <laughs> gorilla Glue. Gorilla Glue. <laughs> So, but like, how have things been too, man? With the uh, studio during this quarantine time, I'm out of LA currently. I'm gonna yeah. be heading back soon. But I was also really excited to just talk to you, being a business owner, and kind of just seeing what's going on with you, man, with the studio and everything. And yeah, it's been. I mean, it's slow. Everything's slow. But I mean, life's good though. I, I don't know. But I, the whole Corona thing has been interesting. Just I, like I don't. You you're back home, so. Are you are you enjoying the time off? Like that's that's kind of been my experience. Is everything's come to a halt. The studios like a few people come in every week, but um, overall it's just you know down. But I'm enjoying it. Like you enjoying being back home and just hanging out and doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm really enjoying the time with the fam, man. I'm I'm just trying to start going harder on the content. Yeah. But I'm also very excited to get back to the studio. Like I was saying, I'm jealous sitting there. I wish I was in one of those chairs right now having this podcast with you. I know it would be, uh, yeah. That's I, I like. That's most of it. Is I just I miss everybody. I miss everybody coming in. Like you forget how much. Sorry, I'm in the mic now. Uh, you forget how much, like, just a lot of the community was just you know hanging out with everybody, producing all these podcasts. Um, I'm gonna go back to my screen camera. This thing is way too. The uh, angle's bad. I want to look at you. So this should word look. word. Bang. Now Bang. Back. back in action. Nolan Culver, baby. But yeah. On the True Buds show. But yeah, so like, what was the vibe even going in there tonight to the studio or this evening? Well, I mean, we don't have. Today we had one podcast. And uh, like, overall this week we have like, um, I think three total. We used to run anywhere between three and five a day. So, you know, it's yeah, it's slower, man. But I mean, I don't know. I'm here every once in a while working on stuff. Like, from an entrepreneurial expe- uh, perspective, it's a time to like catch up on a lot of the infrastructure type stuff that you have to do with a business, just the boring parts of the business um, that we, you know, 
just getting things a little bit more organized. So I've been doing a lot of that stuff, like back end stuff. It's truly, it's, I mean, it's really boring, terrible podcasting, unless you're a business owner. Um, but <laughs> it's like, you know, just get, like getting our taxes right, getting, um, we're training new people. While, like there's some, some young uh, engineers that are coming through that we're training. Uh, and we're, so we're training them a lot so that when we come back, they're, they're ready to go. Um, but vibe wise, the people that come in here, it's just like normal. Uh, but there's just, you know, less people coming through because everybody's, everybody's worried about it. You know, same reason you're back home, man, in KC, right? Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. I'll say the girl gave me the push to come back because her family's here as right. well. But I'm happy she did because um, it's been a lot of fun catching up with the family. Yeah. Got to spend time with my sister. I actually had her on as a, for a podcast before she went to Florida. She moved to Florida just a couple of days ago during all this, too, for the first time. Why? So. Why? Like, was that a, just a regular life move or she go because of COVID? Um, it was just they just had it planned. Her and her man had the date planned. They they actually pushed it back a week for travel wise and everything. But uh, it's crazy. Her man travels a lot. Um, he like builds robots and stuff for like assembly lines. But he was saying he travels several times a week. And he's like, dude, there was seven people in the airport. I forget the airport. Yeah. And they were all on his flight. Yeah, dude, it's 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 weird because if you did want to risk it, it's a great it's a great time to travel. Like if <laughs> like if you could pull that off. Like there's no better time. We went uh we went to Seattle in the beginning of all this before it like got crazy and it was just we were at uh SeaTac Airport and it was just dead, dude. So fun. So awesome. I mean, I don't know. My experience with COVID so far is I'm having a blast. Like it's been I've just been, I don't know, so much downtime, so much just hanging out. Like, you know, you work really hard. You work hard on everything you do. So you know that, and I don't know if you're experiencing it, but it's like a forced vacation. But you don't even feel guilty because there's nothing you can do and nobody else is working. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And that's where I want to take time, too, to focus more on, like, the personal brand apart from True Buds as Mm -hmm. well and start making more content on that. But it's like... It's just an interesting time, man. And it's like, but what about like in terms of um, being a small business like you guys are a business in general, are you guys going to be able to see any relief from a stimulus or anything? I don't know. We, we're not even really like, because our first year, our first fiscal year, I love that I get to use that, uh, was it was 2019, but it was really the end of 2019 is when we started actually doing payments in any trackable way. So... Or, or even any meaningful way. Forget about like, and we made less than I think you have to even report on a personal tax income. Me and Mike together. So, my point is to say like we're we're like, technically we just got filed with the state as a business. Th- that type of stuff is like I don't even think it applies to us because we're not really on the radar of being a business. Um, the only thing I'm trying to do is this place we pay rent for. We all all the tenants we all did an email, uh, asking the like the place that we rent from Regis to, you know, do rent relief. But other than that, like we own the equipment. So everything's just slow. You know, me and my wife are still getting, I'm still getting like unemployment from this job that I, you know, I work at the improv. Um, and so I get unemployment from that. Like it's crazy, bro. Like unemployment money is insane. Like I, I got very lucky that I, even though I was a, I'm a small business owner, I still kept my job and I worked like two days a week so that when unemployment came around, they were but they were using like, they asked about the income I had when I was working there a lot before I started uh, the business. So um, 
a lot of small business owners, you're like totally out at sea. You're screwed. But luckily, uh, they, I still have my my job that I don't work that much at, but I'm getting a lot of unemployment from that. But so, yeah, man, all that. Here, I, I, well, I haven't collected yet. They said they sent out the payments. I don't really know. Yeah. The stimulus thing? Or um, unemployment. Just unemployment. But I will say that my mom and uh, my sister today said they got the $1,200. Or my mom got more because she has kids in the house. But my sister and my mom both got uh, the stimulus in their bank accounts today. I, I keep checking mine. I'm like, yo. You didn't get? Where, where did the- you file taxes last year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have heard a ton of people got it today. Um, we just figured out did that you? we're not going to get it. Or we weren't going to get it. We are still going to get it, but we didn't realize that um, the only way you get it, and this may apply to you, I don't know, is if you got a tax return last year. Um, or uh, is that what it's called? The money back. Because we technically last year had to pay the IRS because I drove for Uber. So because I had to, pay, we paid and we didn't get a tax return, we just found out today that we had to like quickly file our taxes today uh, to be able to be in like in their system in a way that allows them to pay us so uh, that's what happened to us we're not going to get it for like another week well thank you for saying that because i know i got a return from like i need to go back and check i got a return from either federal or state but then i owed i got a return from the state but then i owned i owed federal yeah that could be because if if they didn't to to get your tax return like you would have had to give them your bank account information and that's how they're just going to send all that money out to everybody but if you paid them, then you never went through that process. So if it's federal and you paid and they didn't pay you last year, there's a chance that you need to like quickly file your taxes and get your, I don't know, like look into that. We can talk more about it yeah. after the podcast. No, yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because I'm like sitting here. I'm like, yo, what's what's good? Yeah, my wife's the shit, dude. She takes care of all that stuff. And she's not like, it's not like she's like my secretary. She just she just is the shit and she handles her shit. Like, I don't know if I would have figured all that out, you know, but she, she took the time to actually go through it and and read about it and figure out what the problem was. So. That's solid, man. Thank you for the uh, motivation. And to anybody listening, this will be next Wednesday. So I hope this helps them. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully. You know, like, but I also read too that like some people might be getting checks if they don't get direct deposit as late as fucking like May something. Yeah. That's no, I heard it was even longer. I heard it was like six months. Shit. Like if you're waiting on the checks, like, that's not good. Uh, apparently, I'm trying to get the coloring right on this thing. Yeah, huh? Okay. So, so um, that'd be crazy too. I've been thinking for just entertainment in general, um, comedians, actors, just anybody who has a show or anything, having to put that. Like, imagine like booking like like a dope special or something, or just having a really good tour lined up, and then it's oh, done man. all of yeah, a sudden. That's happening I mean, to so many people. That's happening to so many. It's yeah, comedy is a weird one um, because it's like um, it's not a necessity, you know. Like performing in general, like even music, you can listen to music in any context, and 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 I guess comedy is the same way. But stand up comedy, especially stand up comedy, let's just say because that's my little world. Oh, I'm fixing your frame real quick. Is it's so not necessary. Like, it's just a weird, it's going to be a weird thing seeing that ever get back. I think a lot of people who are already famous are going to be just fine. But if you're trying to establish an, a live audience, like on the road or whatever, it's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough little while. I feel that. And I, I and that, but, and it makes sense. It makes sense. But I feel like 
the crazy thing is too when I go on Netflix lately, I feel like they haven't been dropping that much more. I mean, they're probably like productions down, like we're saying, but I feel like they should ha- probably have stuff in the backlog. Well, Chris Chris special Ooh. just came out, and then I think Tom. Seg- oh, did it? Yeah, and then Tom Segura's uh, special just recently came out. But yeah, I know what you mean, right? Like, how many extra do they have filmed? And I don't know. Um, but I don't know if you've seen D- Delia's special. That was really good. That just came out. That was awesome, I thought. No, no, I haven't. Good, good looks you on like that. like Delia? Because I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's dope. Funny. I've only watched one of his specials. I'm, uh, it's like 2014, 2015, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Man on Fire, maybe. Incorrigible. Yeah, that's, what, that's probably what it was. Um, but yeah, dude, how, how are you... Uh, so you're out with family and are you getting stir crazy or are you able to kind of keep yourself busy? Like how's it, it's been a, at least three weeks of solid like quarantine, right? Yeah. I think even coming on four or something. And are you, how's it, how, like, like I've, I've been enjoying it for the most part, but I think that I, uh, for like two days it was driving me crazy. Like a little bit. Like I actually was like struggling and like, have you have you felt any of that, or have you just been loving life? Yeah, I've definitely felt some of that too. You know, I feel like it's like natural. Like your your everyday life is like now just like gone. Yeah. You know, how are you staying busy? Are it, you staying it, busy, or are you just letting yourself relax a little bit? A little of both. I'm letting myself relax more than I regularly would, but uh, staying busy. Um, just been doing some editing, some small videos for you know a couple clients. Nothing too crazy. Trying to keep a little cash coming yeah. in. And then I've been scheming on, um, which is good to talk to you about right now, because on the personal channel, on my Jack Woltering page, where I do like all my other stuff I've been slacking on, mm-hmm. I think I wanted to do some more stuff related to podcasts on there and kind of like what I've learned from doing podcasts and stuff like that. And I think, yeah, just, you know, I've been in the game for a little bit, but I think that'd be a really cool thing potentially maybe for you as well. I don't know. You're very knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you, do you mean, um, putting out content just kind of like how to yeah you know, just or podcasting content or even put it on like your la guys right but you don't want to water down the content so i i feel that too well but let's talk about that actually i, I want to talk start to interrupt after your uh, i just want to talk about la guys right after well la guys dude is right now is like totally on a halt like as far as we know we we may not be back for well, obviously however long that's going to be and then um uh and then we might like because these are my these are just comedian buddies of mine. Anyways, I, I can't remember where you were saying before. Uh, oh, the podcast. When you're saying, do you want to teach people like how to grow your podcast? Because there's two different. I feel like there's two big parts of it is how to how to do the content, and then there's like how to grow the audience. Probably three parts. Then and then the other biggest part is just the tech. We've mastered the tech, and we know a lot about kind of how to produce an actual show, the creative, and then I know a little bit about how to grow it. I think you actually know how to grow an audience because you have done it. I don't personally, I've never from scratch grown an audience on a podcast that I do. I've never done that. I've been on like seven that went for three months and got like a little bit of traction, but then moved on. And then that's what put me and Mike in a position to be good at building a studio because we became good at podcasting regardless of, you know what I mean? And then it becoming a success is a completely different thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel you. And it's it's interesting because I feel like what I want to do is just kind of, I feel like I don't fully, I'm learning. So okay. like, I, I kind of want to do something like my video ideas I have right now are like what I've learned from podcasting, um, like um, podcasting in like a studio versus podcasting on like Skype 
okay. these are just a couple of the video ideas I have. Nothing too crazy, but just stuff that I know. That um, yeah. But I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's, dude, it's the hardest part. Like, we'll talk to people all the time, and I'll give people what I think is like, you know, my advice on on how to do it. But um, you know, it's it's hard. It's like, how how have you done that? How have you grown an audience? I mean, you you have your podcast. It's the video podcast, obviously, that we do here. And then, do you check like your numbers, your uh, your like, you know, your iTunes number, your Apple, your downloads? Do you check all that stuff? Um, see, I need to get better at those specific analytics. I look at like just the main RSS to see the total plays. Oh, and do you do that on Libsyn? Oh, I actually use SoundCloud. Oh, okay. So you go in there, and then they just you can just check in the settings somewhere that yeah yeah and it shows okay um and the reason i chose soundcloud too i like when i was doing my research with it i just it had a little built-in audience there so i think i gained views just through using soundcloud as got well. you got you did so did wait so did uh hold on a second sorry i think popping up um and it, you, you've been doing the pod how long Shoot, I think I started recording with you guys in late October. Yeah. Was that it? Was that when you started? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, because you already kind of yeah. had, but you already had your YouTube channel, your content channel. Yeah, I would say I would say that's the key help benefit was just having the other YouTube channel to carry over people. But honestly, the carryover is a lot less than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like I still get, I still get a fair amount, but like I thought it was gonna be more banging off the bat. Like I still get good. Or relatively decent yeah. views through YouTube. You know what I did realize? It's a Sorry, to, just this is a little interruption. Oh, you're good. Uh, is that you're way more mountain man since the last time I saw you. You're, you're totally on. You got that quarantine beard going. I didn't even notice that because I've been man. paying attention to the production this whole time. <laughs> hey, hey, trying to let it grow. You're a great little bit, though. Man. I try to grow it out, but my wife hates like facial hair, so I always shave it and I look ten. But you know. Dude, that's what I've always done, but I'm like, I've never tried. So for this time is the one time I'm going to try in Looks my life great, man. to grow it out. Are you trimming it? And if I fail, um, no, Just not yet. Just let it go? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, he, he like that in the neck a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to get rid of the neck. The neck gets itchy. Yes. Yeah, Just switching up the swag, man. Um, But <laughs> so you start in October and, and what, so how are your downloads through SoundCloud? How are your views on SoundCloud? Um, decent. I would say the past couple have gotten like not many, to be honest, 30. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but when you go back, I have some that have a couple hundred and then some that have like 80, 70, 60, 50, whatever. And then, so my hope is that people, it's just people are starting from the get go yeah. once they find right. it. But, but you know. also have, so do you still put out, do you put the episodes out on, on TrueBuds TV? Um, just a clip of everyone. How do those do? Because you have more of a YouTube following, right? They, and it's like a direct correlation, I guess, because they don't do that great because like, the people who love it, love it, but there's people who are on the channel specifically for my like how-tos and reviews and shit who don't really want oh, that sort of Oh, interesting, interesting. That's very, yeah, okay. You should do like a how-to episode it. of the pod. To be able to integrate, like if you can get a like, I'd, I by the way, I'd be the worst guest you could possibly have for that because I have no how to with with weed. 
I was just thinking we could do it right now. And I was like, that. there's the one thing I don't know how to how to. Yeah, it could, it could make it even uh, better Maybe, and funnier. Yeah, that could be great. Yeah, you should do like a how. <laughs> but anyways, you were kind of talking about like the podcast world and doing. Po- I kind of wanted to do a podcast about podcasting because I think it's it's big enough now that that actually is. And there probably already is about a podcast like that. Um, but it's big enough now that n- n- way more normal people are looking for information on how to do it. And I also think that I, th- I think that it would be interesting to just have other podcasters on talking about because growing a podcast is a lot like growing a business. So in the same way that everybody's trying to, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurial entrepreneurial podcasts and business podcasts and things like that. A podcast about podcasts would be um, would be dope because it would help people or, or content about podcasts. Whether I do, I even like that tagline, and I think. I think you guys could even call it your studio. Yeah. Name, like third podcast yeah. studio. Yeah. Dude, we're totally have been talking about that and thinking about how, like what would be the, the content, um, you know, the hook, I guess. Like, obviously it's pretty basic. So what I was thinking, first idea I had, cause I try not to overthink ideas cause they, you, they're on a, Ideas are relatively easy to come by, but hard to do. So I try not to, the first thing I thought was, um, we could just have the be about a week. Every week is like a week in review of, of what went down at the studio, like who came through. Because when we're busy, it's like notable. Like we'll have like, like, and, and then we could do like little stories of every podcast and save that as a clip up of like, you know, like that. And then that way we all, I always thought it would be cool because then like we could reference Jack, like our homie Jack came through. And then now anybody who's watching the podcast, like, They'll know these. They'll know you guys like your guests on the show, and then you will be guests on the show because we'll do like a week in review, and we'll try to provide value, not just like telling the story of what just happened, but telling about some of the interesting things that that happened in terms of the people that came through, some of the new um, ideas that came through, um, some of the like how our business did and what we learned as a young business this week. Some, you know what I mean. Some of it's more operational information. And then some of the other rest of it might just be entertaining, like if it's story driven or it could just be shouting out cool people and things that that they talked about or interesting ideas. Because, dude, you know, what's weird, man. What, what I love about podcasting and always have I, what it's a thing where it's like I I listen to them nonstop and I have been for at least at least a decade. I'm always listening. And then it gets me into the. Oh, gee. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I remember <laughs> 05? I remember when it was just you released an MP3 on a website and then you downloaded the MP3 and put it on your iPod. And then it, and like it wasn't even integrated that it was a podcast yet. It was an MP3 that you put on your little player called an iPod. And then Apple's just such a fucking world beater that they took the like I cannot believe that that how like that's so slick. Somebody that had to that could not have been an accident. Some marketing genius, maybe Steve Jobs himself was like, yo, we need to make sure that like everything that comes out on iTunes is called a podcast. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I heard some story about that. Oh, did you? Where like, where like some guy like the the OG like uh, Godfather of podcasting. Forgive me for not knowing his name or Mark whoever. Maron? Or and what? Don't don't quote me on this either. I'm a, you know more than oh, me. Okay. But, <laughs> but I just heard that like uh, Steve Jobs hit him up like we want to buy like your podcast idea okay 
essentially, or like put the first podcast on iTunes to legitimize it. I know that's not the full story, but to your point, it was definitely he called it marketing. a podcast. Um, the guy before did. Oh, that makes sense. So Steve Jobs hit Steve Jobs hit him up and was like, "That makes sense. I want to fuck with because yeah, it sounds yeah, because like, he so the guy must have yeah he was he creatively thought of that a podcast and then like a broadcast. Yeah. Okay, it's a pun, cool, and yeah, that makes so there you go. That's still smart business, but yeah, it's a little less creative, more just business, right? But that is. That does make sense, man. You gave me a cool, you gave me a cool idea too. With dude, everything you were saying was really dope. Oh, by cool. the way, it sounds like you already have it fully fleshed out, essentially. Yeah, but like, thanks. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely, bro. Um, but I think like even at like offering that maybe is an incentive for like people that buy maybe a ten or twelve package session yes. that you're guaranteed a guest spot or something sure. cool. People love little perks like yeah, hundred percent, man, and 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 and. and we do know that because okay, so this is like it's all meta. It's kind of funny because it's it's multiple layers of of. So it's podcast about podcast. Obviously, there you go from a podcast studio. And then, but the thing is, is that uh, I want we know that a lot of our one of the reasons why we started the uh, studio was because I just could obviously you can see that podcasting is taking off. But the other one of the big reasons I thought it could definitely work and that we would have enough interest and enough clients to make up for the inf investment was listening to Gary Vee and who's a, do you know that guy, the entrepreneur speaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So aside from his inspiration about being an entrepreneur, listening to that guy obsessively tell business owners that they need a podcast. I was like, oh, this is going to, because I already could tell like my mom knows what podcasts are and they're thinking about doing it. So it, it wasn't just that independent creatives are getting more and more into podcasting, which is true. It was that also, here's this guy at the top of the information funnel for, for entrepreneurs telling everybody, businesses, anybody thinking about marketing that they need a podcast. And in my head, I'm like, that's going to be, that may end up being the market is businesses who have, because now you have money and now it's just a marketing lane. And that's why I always thought like, I wanted our place to be very legitimate feeling I want it to be a vibe if you're a creative, and I want it to be feel secure and relatively not bougie but nice if you're a business. That's that's kind of the whole idea from the beginning, and um, but what I'm saying is is that we're a business. We're trying to grow. We're trying to market. So then I'll show. I, I also thought like, well, I'll show businesses who are asking, hey, how do you like do a podcast about your business, and then grow it? And I'll be like, well, we're doing one. It's a podcast studio and that has a podcast about podcasting showing you how a business can use podcasting to market. That's the other thing. It's like it's 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 showing what we do and then it's also providing the value to the people, right? Isn't that crazy? Bro, you guys you guys are in a very good place. Oh. Like I feel like with everything you're saying there it makes perfect sense and like despite everything that's happening right now, it still was the a right move and still is. Yeah. As you know, long like, as I, I feel like you guys and you're to speak from personal experience, you guys are professional, count on quality every time, no stress on my end technically. Yeah. Except and for that one time. I, I say that all the time. <laughs> oh no, no, dude. Dude, don't even think twice. And uh for real though, man. Yeah. And, and I appreciate and the, you saying where that. Where you guys dude. are positioned and like I, I can't wait to see this podcast, man, and what you do with it. And just in general though, that's what I've loved about being in your studio is that like 
you brush shoulders and you talk to people and you um, network with people who you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Like say I was solely doing a Skype podcast, you know, yeah. here in my house or wherever. I'm not going to meet the people face to face. It's a different type of connection for sure. hundred percent. And you never know who's coming in or out of the studio, the engineer. It, and like, you know, I've had like, I feel like I've had almost a lot of people, almost everybody at third wheel on this uh, podcast. Yeah. You had Alex and, um, on, you had just, Tyler. Yeah. You're dope like that too, man. I do love you. You're an interesting guy, man, because, and, and this is becoming a back scratch fest, but you're like, you are the, <laughs> like, you're, you're somebody I point to as somebody I like. And even as somebody who like is doing, you're doing everything right with your podcast and you've been so easy and fun to work with since the moment you got you came in and you come around all the time and like yeah dude it, it's it, i don't think it's a coincidence that you get a lot of value out of the podcast studio because in a weird way you come in with the right you're always you're always right you're just doing it the right way everything about your pod is interesting and you yourself are are fun and easy to work with and easy to become friends with see because you can have people come in and it's like a cool way to meet people and you develop these relationships but not always not always, man. Sometimes people <laughs> are tough. True. That, that's the truth. You know, too. sometimes it's a business, and it's a that's just a customer. And like, I'll see you later, you know. But you, you, you were easy to make a friend. You know, you were like a you were like a dude that we already knew, just coming in now and using the studio. And you bump us, bro. I, I, I think you probably, I think you probably like build. It seems like you build a lot of goodwill no matter where you go. And you're probably all, all of the success you have is probably, I think, in a lot of ways due to that. On top of the fact that you have ability and all that, you I think you interact with people the right way and and you're you know, you provide that value and you're very uh Yeah, dude. Like you always shout us out on the podcast. You don't have to do that, you know? Like that's a really cool thing. <laughs> it's a really, really cool thing. That would be a lesson I would try to tell people in their process of trying to grow something like a podcast is like, hey man, work on being somebody that 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 personally gives value to people. Like like not just with your podcast, but with your energy. You know, I think that that's a huge part of it. And likewise to you, man, you're making me feel good here today you on should. this uh, on this uh, pod number 26 for the True, True Buds Bud. show, man. I can't wait. To, it's it's crazy just to think about how they're going to keep growing too. you know, everybody's podcast, mm -hmm. like hitting a certain episode, like episode to me, because when I started this and my thoughts, when I like want to go all in on something is like, I'm going to do this till the unforeseeable future. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? like same with video same with whatever so yeah. it's just fun to dive into man where do you what, what what's your um like how did you get into making how did you get into wanting to be the like kind of an on-camera producer of content because you don't back in uh yeah. back it's funny you ask us back i have a i'm gonna even put it on over this little segment here because i found like a couple old school short films where I'm doing like action films with my brother when I'm like 10 Oh, really? And shit. So you just had a love for like making shit, being creative? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went this, got like a degree in film and um, theater from the University of Kansas. So acting was always like, and film has always been a real passion. That's where it's kind of blending them all together. Yeah. But I, I will say too, I, I think that that's where podcast is a really amazing thing is kicking it with somebody for an hour. Yes. No matter what the circumstance and actually like, talking and conversating and like listening is i feel like it's helped me so much yeah you know and just i feel like it could help everybody on that regard and i just have fun with it too it's fucking awesome yeah i know what you mean man yeah it, it 
it does that is one of the fun things is like it gives you i think a podcast gives you a reason to have the kind of conversations you always want to have with people you'd be like i'd love to be able to talk to people this long and this in depth and this honestly uh all the time but a podcast gives you that opportunity also i i think another cool thing about podcasting um it's just fun. It's fun to hang out with friends. It's fun to chit chat. But even if you're not like working with a friend or, or whatever, it gives you the opportunity to meet people that you want to just talk to. Like it gives you a vehicle. And I think, dude, I, this is, I mean, this is exactly what I think the pod would be about is this type of advice. I think that there's a window of time where it's still unique enough to even say that you have a podcast, that if you invited somebody that you looked up to, it's insane how high up of a guest you can get right now if you just ask because you have a podcast that's in their lane. Um, if you are like, it's insane how I'm loving right? this. So, yes, I was thinking that the other day. I need to step that up because, like, I just need to like do it. Yeah, okay. and and and, but there's a time frame I think where that's not going to be true anymore because I just because it's going to be more normal. It, 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 you know, there's going to be a point where saying I have a podcast is not is going to mean nothing, but it, it's still just not mainstream enough. It's hyper mainstream, but it's not mainstream enough to have it to where it's like if you say I have a I have a podcast about entrepreneurs and marijuana and you hit up the fucking owner of Green Street Agency, which is in downtown L.A. They're they're half owned by another Gary. Yeah, Gary. Uh, v. Yeah. You know all about like, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met that guy randomly, uh, and and he was cool. He gave me business advice. But, um, anyways, like if you just want to meet that guy on a to develop it as a relationship because it's in your space, it's bigger than the podcast. It's gonna have value for the podcast because it's in your space, but it's also for you personally to like get to know this person. That's a really cool. That's another reason why it's a cool and fun thing to do. Podcasting in and general. That's a and that's a big reason too. And I will say on that note as well, that's where being in a studio legitimizes it. It's not like meet me yes. in my apartment. It's like meet me um, at this legit studio. Yes. So I feel like that's that's the beauty too. And that's what I wanted to talk about even a little more is like why I'm feeling a studio. Like this is really cool that we're doing this right mm -hmm. now. And I'm like, and I'm happy and I'm gonna do some more Skype. It's motivation like to do some more in the studio. Yeah, I mean, it's all you from can people do. all over. Yeah. And like, but at the same time, like we're saying, there's nothing like being in a studio. But, and with that too, man, I, I want to, LA guys is fucking funny, bro. Oh, thank you, Doug. Yeah, man. Like, like I haven't seen all the episodes, obviously. I haven't known you for too long. I, there's a backlog. You got a big library of content. Mm -hmm. But like, what, what was kind of the motivation behind that, man? You guys, it's like, it's your, you and two boys who are basically like LA homies who continue a story, right? And things kind of go awry. Yeah, it's a, uh, every week. For anybody who doesn't know, deal. I'm a comedian. And my two buddies, Spencer and Dex, they're both comics. Dex is Dex Carvey, uh, Dana Carvey's kid. You know, you just kind of have to say that because it's interesting. But he's just a regular dude, and he's funny. He's been doing stand-up for a long time, him and his brother Tom. Um, so, anyways, it was just it's my buddy Spencer's idea. And the idea was that we're going to be these, like, kind of SoCal, surf, skate, like just X Games bros, and um, and and that that itself isn't that compelling as a comedic like device because it's I think that's been done a lot, 
But our idea was we're going to try to be something relatively unique, stick to these characters as, as much as a bro-y SoCal character can be unique. But the element that we thought was going to be interesting is that we're going to go live every week. And uh, so we live stream on Twitch and Facebook. And um, like you said, we have a narrative that we improv every week. And so uh, we stay in character, but we come in and we only know like two or three things that each of us have pre-thought as sort of something that happened or will happen as like as if you were coming in and telling the story of like, what have you been doing the last week? I think of what my character's been doing the last week and so do they, but we don't even talk about it. So for the whole hour, we're, we're communicating as these, as these guys are trying as much as we can. And, and, and sorry to interrupt, but that, that's what I vibe with the most, just being in the performance space right. and knowing like that, that, that is not easy, first of all, but also that's a lot of fun too. Yes. Like seeing them like, like, but like, that's not easy, bro. Like an hour straight of like another that that yeah works your chops man yeah yeah no thank you I, I um yeah it's not easy and I didn't think I I mean when they first asked me I think they asked me because I'm a decent as a comedian because we're all friends I think I'm an okay actor like not every stand-up comic is can also act and also acting I mean I'm not great but I'm serviceable so I think that's why originally they asked me because we're all friends and I'm like he, at least he can do a character I didn't think I could do the improv part. Like I was, because I tried improv once. I was terrible, so bad at improv, bro. Embarrassing, cringy. So, but did that help your stand up? I mean, stand up's different. I was better at stand up. I am better at stand up than improv. A, because I've done it more. I've learned now. If I really tried, I think I could do it. Improv. But like, but like by doing that improv for an hour or something, like, does it make you maybe feel a little better about improving something when you're doing stand up? No. Maybe just no. No. Maybe more stick to the script i mean oh, not, not yeah. really like as a stand-up you always improv a little bit i guess it, they're different things but uh improv like if you don't if you're listening you don't it's just like i mean obviously you're making it up the whole time there's a chemistry there's some devices you can use to keep things together stand-up and some stand-ups get on stage and they riff and they improv their way into bits that and then because they riffed it in now that's a bit and it becomes material that they'll repeat but the way they write, they improv on stage and make it up for the, you know, and it's clunky. But they find something. I don't do that. I write. I go home and I I write, and I think about it, and then I ha plan in my head what how I'm gonna say it, and then I get up and I try to say it pretty naturally. You know, that's a skill in and of itself it's to sound like you're making up something you thought of. But that's more how I do it. So, anyways, I'm no I, I, improv just made me more like. Better know what the fuck you're doing on stage because uh, the actual improv classes that I took, I was just not good at it. But anyways, so I started doing the podcast and it was a little different for some reason. I don't know why. I think we just had friendship chemistry and the dudes I worked, Dex Carvey, Spencer O'Neill, those dudes are so goddamn funny, bro. Like, Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, your guys' shit's hilarious. Like, I would honestly like when, when I get back in LA or in the next, whenever everybody's down to get together. Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of close. Oh, yeah, I'm down. I don't know how things are going, you know, but it'd be dope to have all the LA guys on and just do a pod. Oh, on True Buds? Yeah, and I'll hop in. I'll be a character myself, dude. I would have fun doing that shit. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That would be great. If you guys are down, I don't know. No, that'd I, just be fun. I, yeah, that's the funny thing. Well, the funny thing is, like, the pod's obviously mega on hold because we, um, well, we could continue to do it, 
but it's been tough just because like a bunch of things. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know when it'll even be back up or when we're getting back up, but no, I appreciate you saying that, man. Like, Oh yeah, no, cause I was vibing. I, I don't mean to be pushing it like super hard, but I am. Cause I thought that shit was really Thank funny. Thank you, man. dude. No, it means a lot because, um, you know, we're comedians, so it's good to make stuff that anybody likes, you know, that's like, you want to, you want to do it because it's fun, but you also want people to get value out of it. Otherwise it kind of, so that, and we, luckily like we do get hit up about that podcast a lot. People, people do like, it. it's silly. It's very silly. It's and a funny, funny little side note here. I, like I'm going into the studio one day. I guess uh, you're filming LA guys, and I'm like, I'm just coming in, and like you walk out with like a black eye that was like. That's right. And I was like, oh shit! I remember that. You're like, yo, it's fake. I was like, oh, all right, damn. That's right. And then I, and then I watched the episode, and that shit was funny. But oh, you like, watched the episode? It threw me off because you came out with like a fat black eye. I was like, damn. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did makeup because my character gotten. Mixed up in a beach a beach battle between two homeless like beach tribes, it gets wacky, bro. Like I, it sounds silly, <laughs> sounds stupid. It's stupid. It's the shit we like. Our the characters are dumb, and then so we we just live in this. Like one of the characters is literally homeless, but he can't admit it. Like he just acts like he likes sleeping at the beach with a bunch of homeless dudes. But he's he's like, those are my friends. We're like, dude, you're homeless. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> I just I like sleeping at the beach. Anyways. <laughs> my character that day got mixed up in like apparently every like once a year there's a giant beach battle between two like the Venice homeless and the Santa Monica homeless and that that's just something that happens in that world and my buddy is always he's in it and he and I got mixed up somehow and I didn't mean to and I got destroyed in the battle and so that's why I had, that's why I had a black eye <laughs> it's so stupid oh, it's so yeah. funny I feel like yeah it's funny to talk about it out of out of the character but yeah, it was, it was just funny to see because it caught me off guard. Yeah, that was. But it also weird. made me a little more interested because yeah, I was filming an episode. I'm like, what, what, what was this shit about? Yeah. Like, was it? You okay, homie? <laughs> yeah, you were like, you're trying to. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, you, are we good, dude? Are you okay? Do you know? Do I need to fuck these dudes up? <laughs> oh shit, man. That's awesome. So, so what else you got planned, man, during this quarantine? Well, what, what's up with your? This uh... was my big plan for this week to come on this podcast. This is it. This is the big to do I had. So, so far. <laughs> I don't have anything right, else going on. Thanks for coming on. out, man, for real. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know, man. I, I think, like, for the first couple of weeks, dude, I was struggling with how much I was enjoying it. I know that sounds weird, but I was I was so... We're busy. You know, you're a busy guy. We're very busy. I really, like... I We just got to spend time with my... I just got to spend time with my wife and hang out. And like I said, it was like a forced vacation. Um, we found out we're going to get some unemployment, so the money thing wasn't too big of a stress. Um, so overall I've been chilling, dude, hanging out, smoking more weed than ever, playing Madden. Uh, if you're... I was about to ask, I was like, a little more than usual here? 100% dude. And like, I, like, I'm not a, anybody who knows, like, I'm not a weed guy. Just like, I just don't smoke a lot. Um, yeah. but I smoke occasionally. And, uh, but lately I've been like a guy, that's funny that like I'm coming on now. Cause I'm like, yeah, I've been. I have credibility. <laughs> <laughs> I have credibility. I've been smoking well, what's a lot. Your, what's your favorite video game of all time, bro? Or that's like a, favorite that's a system? That's a great question. Even. That's a great question. Um, my I f- think mine is Ocarina of Time. Wow. I don't know four. anything about that. Is it for three? No, Zelda. Oh, Zelda? Oh, okay. Yeah. I got into that shit when I was like younger. My older bros had it. I was like, oh, this is the shit. What console? Nintendo 64. Oh, that was 64? But Super Nintendo is my main shit. So there was <laughs> Zelda Ocarina. That's I, I remember Zelda on sixty four, but I yeah I guess I never played uh I never played it. 
I was. Yeah. I yeah. Super well, Nintendo. Here's here's an easier answer. It's kind of my. I could do my favorite per console. Start there. Oh, oh shit! Right. Because right. because <laughs> that's an easier one. Because whittling uh, them all yeah. down to one is tough. Yeah, it's too hard. I mean, I'll try. I will try to give you no, my no, answer. No, no, no. It's all good. All right, I, let's go. I'm more interested to hear this. Let's go regular Nintendo NES. Um, my favorite game on NES, honestly, this is like I was five fucking years old, six years old, right? So it would have been, uh, probably this this Wayne Gretzky's hockey. I know it sounds that weird. The game was dope. Do you, do you play that game? Yeah, that was a great game. <laughs> Like you shoot the puck and the puck gets like super big too when you like do dude. Shoot. I I think it was Wayne Gretzky's hockey. I think hold on that now just were you could just deck people right. Well, on any regular NES, um, my let me see. Yeah, my older bros were on the game, so I just like come up on some of their games. Nintendo, uh, Nintendo hockey game. I think it was Wayne Gretzky's hockey. I think you're right. I'm almost uh... Nintendo's hockey game. You know what, man? This might be yeah, right there. Ice hockey. This might be it. This one. It's yeah, not even. It's it. not even. It. Dude, it's not even Gretzky. I just put Gretzky dude, in there. Dude, that game is fucking ridiculous. It's a great game. Great game. Thank you for bringing that shit up right now. I forgot. Right. <laughs> and we used to play that game a lot. Yeah, you check people, bro. It was just super, super. Oh. It was like it was like early tech mobile. Any sports games early was crazy. They're just little blobs that are moving around. And you know you might get stuck to people sometimes. It wasn't even Gretzky though. I just threw Gretzky in there, yeah, just because he's. Oh, that wasn't Gretzky. No, because no, but but I think because Gretzky games came later, like on N on Super NES oh, okay. when they started doing that. Um, but that was just called fucking ice hockey, 1988. <laughs> That's that hilarious. Dude, that shit was. That shit went hard. That was a great game. Um, well, yeah, that'd be my. Fa Do you have a favorite for NES? A personal favorite? I was thinking uh, Mario. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I also really enjoyed Duck Hunt. Dog, Duck Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have the gun. So the, I, my memory of Duck Hunt is like some of my rich friends had the gun. And I'd go over and we could fucking Duck Hunt. That was a great <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are classic games. But, dude, when you were in it in real time, you didn't even, you were just, so, they just had you. It's crazy. Like, that's all... You know what's crazy about video games? Like, I don't know if you can relate to this. When you're a kid, it's like, you get a game you want to play, it's all you want to do. 100% of oh. the day, uh -huh. no end. Go to bed, wake up, that's all. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying about that Zelda for uh, yeah. 64. I would, like, be in school. I'd be, like, itching. I'm going to play this shit tonight. That's the first uh, thing I'm going to do when I get home. <laughs> yeah. 100%, dude. And uh, so, What about uh, Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo, I will say my favorite game on that is um ah oh, it's such a that is a tough answer bro i'm gonna give you two and i'm, I'm gonna make myself pick one is donkey okay. kong country uh right and then the other one is street fighter uh two street <laughs> fighter two dude street fighter two turbo i think it was turbo and, uh, but one of them one of them was like the next one that was worth that was a decline it was like number two extra and then but it was less shit the original two and maybe even turbo had dude had everybody it had like ken ryu and three other guys in a robe for some reason like the same character but different hair and then it had bison still and dalsam and and, and bianca or blanca bianca Bianca. <laughs> oh shit um but dude you had me amped up on that because that's my games too i would say though 
I kind of do like Donkey Kong Country 2. 2? More than Do- the second one with uh, Diddy and Dixie. A little more oh, than Dixie. Uh, okay. the first one. Uh, okay, I don't know if I ever played Let me look this up real quick. Donkey. I think the one I like is... Sometimes you can't remember if it's 2 or 1, the one you like. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you just yeah. call it Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Country 6. But yeah, I would say Donkey Kong number 1, Street Fighter number 2 for me. Super Nintendo. Are the, so you're with me on that, on the top 2? Donkey oh Kong. yeah, yeah. Original Donkey Kong Country. That's the one I like. This one, this one here. Images. I'm gonna pull this up for people. Actually, Mega Man's dope too. Yeah. Oh, Mega Man. Get out of here, dude. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna show this to people. This is the original. They can see this now. I just put it up on the screen for everybody. Donkey Kong Country. That's mine. And then yours. That's. But you like the Dixie one, huh? Oh no. I'm sorry. I meant two. The one with um Donkey and Diddy. Donkey and Diddy. Is that... Which one is that one? That's two. Let's see. Oh, here it is. Diddy Kong's. Diddy, Diddy Kong's Kong Quest. Quest. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever even played that, bro. Bro, that shit's where it's at. Um, And then 64, I can pretty quickly say my top two on 64 were... um, And I, a lot of times I'll just go off of, like, the one I played the most. The one I obsessed over the most. You know? Because... I love so many more video games, but there was, for whatever reason, there's that one you always play. And 64, 100% GoldenEye, and uh, and Mario Kart. Easy, right? Those are the easy ones. GoldenEye's number two after Zelda. Oh, that's right, Zelda. Let's see. Yeah, Zelda, was, I do remember people loving that game. I just never, I, I, I never, it missed me. I don't know why. Bro, I'm in like a, I got stuck in Super Nintendo. I just fell in love with all. And you just stayed there. <laughs> I, yeah, I stayed there. Oh, nice! Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, like I would try to play games with my friends and stuff, but I just would fuck around with Super Nintendo. So, like, it's hard, dude. Like, yeah, modern games. Like, you got to put in some reps to be decent. Whereas, like on Super Nintendo, you could just hop on and be decent at Street Fighter off the bat. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I think I think now like. The games have gotten harder and better, and everybody's a gamer. So, yeah, there's literally skill and money to be made. That's so interesting, dude. They were just making it pure for consumerism back then. Now it's like you can – I wonder – I'm sure I'm, – I'm so out of my depth on this world, but I would imagine game developers now make games hoping it becomes a competitive format because then that would probably definitely blow – that seems like the best marketing for a game is if a game becomes something that esports guys will play, you know, competitively. Oh, that, that's a whole nother level I never thought of. You know, because obviously we play the games and then some people get really good at it and now you can play esports and win. But I'll bet you could, de- I'll bet developers are like, what, can we make a game that, that will captivate, you know, people enough to make that they'll compete over it? I feel like the one I've seen just from an outside perspective that's done that, and I could be wrong, is just Fortnite. Yes, Fortnite definitely fucking took the world over. They're like, probably bank so much oh yeah it's probably insane numbers i haven't looked but it's probably like yeah fortnite dude i missed all that that's the other thing is like i've been i stopped really playing video games it when i was about 27 it was right when i started stand up because i had i had decided at that point like i'm gonna be a comic and um i just had a day job still and i so it was comedy and job and wife that was like it was like all i could handle so if I played video games, it was interrupting one of those things. You know what I mean? 
Respect, respect. Yeah, and so I had to stop. And it's like, and I definitely, definitely, dude, I could spend, so keep going. It gets harder to name my favorites on on the next consoles because you're playing so many video games. You're playing, I mean, do you remember Twisted Metal for PlayStation? Do you remember that? Oh. <laughs> Twisted Metal. <laughs> you remember that? The, yeah, of course, dude. <laughs> Great game, dude. The, the, the most memorable one's that guy with the crazy van. like The, the fucking... clown van. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sketchy-ass clown van, dude. Yeah, that fucking Bro, creep. I'm about to break these. I, these systems are just like collecting dust right now. I, I, I might break them out tonight after this conversation. Dude, you should. So, we, yeah, that's one of the first things we did is like I went and looked around if I still had shit. Because I remember I sold some vint- some older vintage stuff because I was trying to do eBay flipping. I was getting into Gary Vee. And so, but we still had N64. We have Hang Time, which is a great game. And, um, and then we sold Mario Kart. But anyways, yes, that is the thing to do right now, man. Go get your games out and get back on it. We went and bought an th- Xbox One. That's what we did. <laughs> How much was that? Like fifty? No, uh, no, no, not in the. Oh, okay, so that makes. Sense. I know what you mean not the original Xbox. The new Xbox oh, okay, is okay. called Xbox One. Oh, the one. white one. It's the white one. Yeah. Or like it has like the sleek. St- it's like a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's called. I I never even thought of that. It sounds Xbox One sounds like the original Xbox, but no, we bought the new one. And um, my all-time favorite Xbox game leads it leads to this is uh, I've been playing it forever. Is Madden. I'm big Madden. I love Madden. Did you ever, by chance, for PlayStation play NFL Extreme? Um, and the plays. I think I may have played it a little bit. I think the only ones I fucked with were on were on Xbox because there was Blitzed. Wasn't Blitz an N64 game? Dude, that game was dope too. You remember Blitz? <laughs> like, like punch people when they like Dude, jump on them. And shit. Yes, that's an unbelievable game. I forgot about. It. I think oh, I'm, I'm gonna look shit. that up. I, I'm pretty sure Blitz is a N64 game. Yeah, that's. It. I think they have it for PlayStation Two though as well. Well, yeah, or and I think I think they had it on. Xbox. They, I played on 64 though. That's where it's N64 at. 64 Blitz. Yeah, yeah, that's the original Blitz. Okay, did they have it on Xbox N64 Xbox? Oh, not what the fuck am I saying? Blitz Xbox. Blitz. Xbox. I'll be surprised if they do. I, I don't know. Blitz. Xbox. See, the Blitz. reason why I like that game, though, is like I was saying, it's easier to hop on the sticks and play. Whereas yes. Madden takes a little more skill, a little more knowledge of the game. Whereas Blitz, you just like crush people. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's a funny, like, it's easy to. Uh, quantify you know it's just however many if you have less controls so like on blitz is a pretty simple the amount of buttons you have to literally push push is not that many right it's like (laughs) fuck somebody up or catch a ball and that's it (laughs) like here's a button to fuck them up and here's a button to run and then uh madden it's like 40 you know 40 controls just for pre-play so like just for before the snap um yeah i've been getting way too into madden dog i've been i've been playing online (laughs) you get it like are, are you dirty on it? Like, you ever think about getting a competition or something? No, but I think I could get average. Like, I when I played, I was, like, good among all my friends. And if I, like, now because of YouTube, this is, like, such a dumb thing to think you could be good at, but whatever. Screw it. Who cares? But I think because of YouTube, <laughs> you can go on and learn tips and tr- tactics and literally just go practice those. Whereas before, you, I don't know how, it was probably also, you could probably still find information like that, but... When I first I first started playing Madden, like Love and Madden, getting really into it, like 07. So back then I you had to be good on it kind of on your own. Like learn how to just get good and 
But anyways, I can go on now and YouTube a video or YouTube like how to be better at defense and then go practice that for an hour. I've been playing online and destroying these motherfuckers. But it also pa- oh, <laughs> but it also sure. pairs you up with like uh, people who suck if you're new because I just logged on or whatever. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, who knows? Dude, by the end of quarantine, you're fucking. Uh, I think by the end of quarantine, I'm gonna be an esports man. I think that that's how this is gonna end up. So I'm gonna sell the business and fuck all that, dude. <laughs> 20 24 7 podcast of yeah Madden. twitch twitch streaming i'm gonna be a twitch maddener yeah i'm gonna talk hella shit and say <laughs> stuff that's very personal i'm gonna research my opponent and say very personal things about them when i talk trash they're gonna be like how yeah. do you know my mom's name i'm like i'm prepared bro <laughs> that would be great they get <laughs> yeah oh shit that's good man yeah People would be tripping and be, all right, yeah, I'm dude. done. But your sister's it's got fucked. a fat ass, doesn't she? She's got a tattoo on it, too. <laughs> He's like, how do you know that? How do you know? <laughs> I'm like, I <laughs> called her friends. I found out who her friends were, and I figured all that out. Oh, shit. Dude, have you seen The Gentleman? No. What is that? It's um, uh, like with Matthew McConaughey's like the lead, and he's like a huge weed dealer. No, I haven't seen that. But it's um by Guy Ritchie, um, and it's like oh, he's great. his style, but it's like a like a thriller. I highly recommend it. Is it it's my Netflix? favorite movie I've seen in a little while. The Gentleman. Is it on Netflix? Um, no, I actually rented it on iTunes. I was like, oh shit. Okay. The Gentleman. It's good? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was solid. I'm down. Any suggestions for what to watch or listen to? I'm totally... I need it. I just finished... Gentleman. I just finished Ozarks. Oh, and I have a, a hole in my heart because I have nothing left. <laughs> I haven't... Oh shit! I, I haven't started yet. Ozarks? I need to catch up. Yeah. No, I've se- I've uh, not the most recent season. I've seen the rest. Oh, so like the first season of Ozarks was, I think, really universally pretty much everybody loved it. They're like, that was great, and it made the show a hit. Second season had it was oh, it was good, but for whatever reason, it just felt like a slight letdown from the first one. Third season, however, psh, dude. Oh yeah. Oh. That, dude, that's what I that's what I'm hearing. It's bro. really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's I get excited about a good new show. It's, it's 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 lame, but like when you find that show that you really, it's like a little like video games. Like I just want to go home and watch this right now. I love that. That's that's a f- great thing. And when a show does that, I'm like, thank you, thank you. I needed that in yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You, know. you never know what it's gonna. That's the truth, man. Makes me want to keep smoking on this vape and watch a movie later. Yeah, dude. We watched the Goofy <laughs> movie the other night. High. Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. You know, I never really watched it, to be honest. I've seen some of it, but I don't... Yeah, dude. I've had... Goofy movie. Look it up. It's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> dude, that's like oh. that's like one of those... For whatever reason, I've had a lot of experiences watching that movie high on multiple substances. Coincidentally. <laughs> and it is so fucking funny, bro. That movie, it just... <laughs> It just makes you realize like how genius Looney Tune thinkers and and all these early cartoon, like that shit is so fucking like you can totally make sense. It makes sense how it took the world over. It's so silly. Yeah, there's. Yeah, dude, that's that's hilarious experience though that you've had it with like just the Goofy movie. It's just gonna yeah. like come on to in the future, like your life in I'm the gonna... future. Like also, you'd be sitting somewhere like the Goofy movie comes on, you'd be like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna do DMT one time, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like in the Goofy movie. Oh, like shit. no matter what, I can't get out. I did um, I did when I was young. I had a, like 
not a drug phase, but the the only time I almost started to get really into like drugs in a sketchy way was I had a friend when I, in high school as a skater. He was a skateboard friend, and he was really into um, just like taking cough medicine. But it wasn't the syrup days. It was pre that. He would just like Robitussin, and he wouldn't even do the syrup. He would take something called corsicidin is the is the active ingredient, and they, it was called triple C. That was the street. That's what you would call it. And it's pills. It's just like little Sudafed pills. Uh, but this cough medicine has this active ingredient. But anyways, you have to take like 12 of them. And then you get... And I'm sure maybe it's people who like like do cough syrup, maybe that's what this is. So my experience was it was... You're just so high. I took... Anyways, we t- I took eight. He took 12. So high. And true... And I never did it again. <laughs> it was one of the most fun nights of my life. I was so high. And then for like one minute out of the high... I felt like I was going to actually die. And oh damn. And that, that's probably because it's really not good for you, but I was 15. I was just in fucking space, dude. I was like uh. jumping. But anyways, and then we put on the goofy movie and I remember laughing as hard as I've ever laughed in my whole life. Just high. That movie's so weird, guys. I just that's the that's the value I can add to this weed podcast is smoke weed and watch the goofy movie. It will change your life. Hey dude, I'm loving that advice. <laughs> you have to get Disney Plus. <laughs> Or rent it or whatever. Yeah, what, what, whatever you got, take some boomers, eat, smoke some weed, drink some booze, and watch the fucking You know what? Movie. We had a c- couple of drinks, too. Maybe a couple of drinks will help. Maybe a couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of those we in there. We were partying. Uh, yeah. What, what else are we going to put on the uh, docket here? Uh... <laughs> yeah, dude. Do oh, some whippets. Sure, oh, damn. You know I've still never done one of those. I think I've done it once. I don't know if I did it right though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't. As I say I think I have. I don't know if I did it right. I just got lightheaded. It's, all, it's always funny because there's always those kids that just like love all that type of shit. No, right? My little brother's like that. Shout out Casey if you're listening. I love. I love him. He's such a like. A, what do they call a psychonaut? You know, he's the type of kid that's like, yeah, dude, I did fucking. <laughs> I did fucking DMT. <laughs> I did ketamine. I did like, and he's like breaking it down. So it's different because I'm like, damn, bro. I can't. I most people can't do one of those without losing their mind. Shit, yeah. I couldn't. Some people get on that level. I, I'd mess with that maybe later, but. Have you done DMT? No. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. Just weed and mushrooms, basically. I think a lot of people <laughs> got into DMT. A lot more people did it because Joe Rogan did it. Because Joe Rogan started talking about it. Because before yeah, him, what if, if he was like low key the plug? <laughs> of yeah, he's the fucking yeah, he's he's the top end of the funnel on DMT. <laughs> he's trying to get that shit legalized. He's already got a brand ready. <laughs> he's like, yo, I'm a talk. Yeah, it's is just ready to go. Or and he or he just runs it like a blow Johnny Depp and blow style. Yeah, not, yeah, why not? Gentleman. Yeah, owning the game. DMT by G by J R E. That would be his little brand. <laughs> DMT. It sounds like a cologne. Um, yeah. What if it was? It's like it seeps into the pores, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't smell good at all. You just get hor- you get horribly high. But you'll be feeling terrific. Yeah, all my friends have most of my friends have done it by now. Done DMT. It's just funny. It's a funny drug that I didn't hear of until Joe Rogan started talking about it, and then now the whole world is doing it. You know, but maybe that's a good thing. Shows you shows you the power of a podcast. Fuck yeah, man. Back to that <laughs> podcasting, baby. Yeah, dude, we're oh, pushing yeah. live right now. We're 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 trying to. We've been equipped to go live in a 
anybody can go live, right? You can just go on your. But I mean, like from the studio, streaming live to any any outlets in 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 this professional way. We've been equipped to do that since we started, um, and we even though we knew or had a sense that, and it turned out to be true that um, people aren't even really they haven't quite discovered the value of live. But I, and I was talking to Mike about this. I was like, we've always been equipped for it. It's always been available. Like when you go on the site and you you book, you can book live. Nobody does. Um, but we've been like, we're ready. It's coming. Cause, because everything that's valuable become, ends up becoming more mainstream. Right now, live is more of a fringe activity by guys like Joe Rogan or whatever, like the highest level of production. Anyways, the whole COVID thing, and, and me and Mike kind of knew this was, we thought this might happen, is it's like showing people, a lot of people are getting into live because that's all they have, you know, is to interact with people. They're getting into more live streaming. And then so... I don't I don't know how I got into this more just we, we were talking about like at the end the podcast or the power of podcasting people have been coming in and doing live here more and and they're like it's unbelievable crazy it bumps my numbers and and I'm telling them like well like I'm not I'm never gonna sell people but I'm like yeah I I told you that when you first came in I was like if you go live it'll <laughs> you told me you told me uh, yeah I did and, and not and like yeah. literally not to sell because I we I refuse to do that um but it would be like once people do it once and they see that their video got a thousand views and they're used to getting 60. I'm like, yep, that's that's there's ways to hack the system right now. Everybody's looking for a way to hack the algorithm. Live is like how you do it. That's how you speaking of like the power of podcasting and shit, man, like live, the live element, I think, is the functional hack on any platform right now because their algorithm bumps you if you're live as opposed to just posting it normal. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get some live sessions in for well, sure. Well, you should go live even from where you're at, bro. Like with your setup right here that you that I'm seeing, you can go live. You know, you you should go live anyways. Like, forget about if it's a professional setup or not. Like, and that's what I would tell people too. Is like, you know, we're we're where you're coming to get this shit done because it's pro. Go live here because we're ready to go. But dude, even just in just good advice in general is to go live if you have a podcast. Sure that, you know? yeah. It'll help you engage with people. People engage more, bro. I just realized something. You should be uh, yes. You should definitely be going live, and I can show you how to do it off air. Um, like wh where you're at, don't you know? When you come back to the studio, you can do it if you want. But I mean, just I think you should be going live on your YouTube channel. That like I don't know if you've ever done that, but yeah, yeah. Do you do that? Uh, I have a couple times. I need to do it more, uh, and I've been saying that. But the couple times I have, I had some lags. Yeah, but I I know. You're, you're right. I just need to step it up and do it more. Yeah, dude. I mean, you have an audience, and um, and you should go on Facebook. So, okay, I'm going to give a little inside baseball just because we're on the topic. The best way to go live is to go – you can go multi-stream, and you can do Facebook and YouTube at the same time. You get something called Restream. It's, it's not Restream.com. It's Restream.io. You go to Restream. You develop an account there, and then you plug in your YouTube and your Facebook accounts to that thing that you paid for the subscription and then it gives you a stream key that you can then use to you know whatever software you you are producing out of which i know this is pretty deep inside baseball but if you're a producer of a podcast you you, you probably have a sense of what this all means um and you'll be able to live stream to multiple places at once from one without having to like figure all that out it just goes all out of one place and then dude you, a guy like you you probably have a decent following on facebook and youtube you could one episode that normally gets 50 to 100 views slash listens, listens you, can, you can 10 times that. That's the crazy thing. We're talking like 
It's insane <laughs> how much it adds val- how much it adds viewership. It's stupid. It's almost stupid because everybody's like, "How do? What are the best ways?" And it's like, I'll tell you one that will work immediately. You will immediately triple <laughs> your views. And damn, you know. So I get excited about it because I've seen I've seen it work for people, and I already knew it would work. But when you really convince somebody they should try and then they do, and then it works, you, it's even more exciting. And I like, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? That's about to be me, man. Well, and I'm, I'm going to encourage you like to, I would love to see you go live from your house, like regardless, like to go here too, but now, like you can get it now, dude. You know, people yeah. don't need, True that. And you have a dope setup. The numbers are good too. That's a crazy thing right now, too, is all the numbers are up on everybody I talk to. 100%, man. And if you go live now more than ever, you have more potential. I mean, I don't know. I think I've, have I told you all this shit before? Like, anybody who cares, man, if you have, if you are a creator at all, the live function on YouTube and Facebook, they are hacks. Like, like, like early Instagram using a hashtag was a hack. You know what I mean? But then that phased out. There will be a time where the live won't be a hack anymore. Right now, it's a straight up, you know, you have however many thousands of, you have like 20, 15,000 subscribers on YouTube. You have a lot. Yeah, like like 16 or something. Dude, dude you got me hyped up on this because I was talking to my boy Kyle too, and that's like the key to just keep. It's real, and, and it's functional. That's what I like too. It's like, you know, you know, if you're doing something that people like, finding a way to get it out there is like, you know, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I encourage, I definitely encourage people, you know, especially you, man, you'll be, you'll do great with it. Um, I was just about to go live right now. You got me all hyped up. (laughs) Just hit live. (laughs) Fuck it, man. Well, especially dude, imagine doing, I don't know. Now you got me thinking because you do how to's and shit. You could do like, you could do a live. I, this is, this is going to sound like the most like un, like (laughs) the most fucking, (laughs) what do they call it? Like, I just have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I feel like I'm, I'm going to sound so tone, weed tone deaf, but like a live like review of the product, a live, like you smoke it, you, whatever. You could do that. hundred yeah, percent, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. You could go live with like different weed products that you're like, let me, I mean. No, that's dude. You, that's a good idea to offer too for like an incentive. Cause for companies that offer videos or sponsors or however affiliate, whatever, but offering like one live session, like one 15 minute live video. Yes. You mean using a product like as, as a how to type yeah, thing? Yeah. Like rap, wrapping even a brand. hundred percent. Like I feel like that would be a, even a good selling like little key yeah, right there. Had brand deals, right? Where you unbox their shit or you reviewed their shit or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, man. Yes. Got several more, several more when I get back. Wait, waiting for me when I pick up the mail. And do they man. pay? They just send a check for you to make the content. That's how it works. Um, it varies per. Um, or do you just get to keep the product? Is some of it just a product exchange? Um, more so at the okay. beginning. Now I like to try to work, work, and even at the beginning, I try to work in something on the right. back, like a commission. Yeah, because um, I mean, product exchange is like it only goes so far. Yeah, like so. And that being said, I have like Nectar Press, which is like a big rosin press. I'm be making a lot of cool content for. Cool. And um, they they sent me the whole press. Um, essentially, it's like a thousand dollar piece of equipment. Um, oh. So that I so I worked out a deal with them to be like an affiliate, but they hooked up the press. So I'm like, that's straight. So that's something I did recently. Okay. For an expensive product, um, working with T Check Two, a potency tester, 
um, also an affiliate deal with them, but their product's also like 500 bucks. Okay. Um, so hustling on that. Um, do, there's other affiliate options. I've also worked with companies who will pay me outright for the video, however much money we decide on. But that's where the live could come in. Right. That's dope, man. That's, yeah, like the fact that, the fact that you make money, you get to keep the product and, and you develop relationships with the brand. Yeah, I think a live could add a, a selling point for like what you're providing for the brand. Um, but also for the, like for the people, for the people watching, like that's, that's the biggest thing, dude, is like, my point was that your 16,000, um, you know, subscribers, they may not get a notification if you post whether that's up to them, if they set that up or not, they will 100, this is what's crazy. If they're on while you're live, they will 100% get a notification. Not only that, I think any, oh, dude, it's the best. Really a hundred percent. If they're on. Hunt, like Damn. well okay i don't know that i don't know that well, that's I believe true because i get those all the time it's so I, it's functionally I true i've never heard of yeah. somebody going live while i was on that i was a friend of that didn't i didn't get an actual notification that's on facebook and youtube so <laughs> yeah it's I, I like i say 100 percent. like i'm an asshole i mean maybe 95 i don't know but it's like everybody it's, no, i know man, that to be but anyways so yeah, man, it, uh, that'd be kind of fun to see you do some live shit. You have something that people do like, like they they you have something that people like. So if you'd actually went live and notified them, and it, and it had a product or it had um, something that you're doing that actually that you know is providing the value you're always providing live. Oh man, they could ask questions, see, bro. And that's that's where I want to go, like behind the scenes, kind of on it. But yeah. that's where the question's a good point because I wasn't thinking more interactive nature. Right. But I was thinking like behind the scenes of a video, kind of spitting during it. Right. I could still actually that'd be just like showing because I'd still kind of like producing up like some whatever the video is a little right. bit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You want to do a behind the scenes of the production of a podcast? Like, no, like say, oh, that that's dope too. But I was saying like, say I was doing a how to do how to make coconut oil using this infusion method. Yes. So I'm shooting it on my camera, but I also take a minute just to be like, yo, live right now, have all this set up. Here's what we got going on. Mm -hmm. Blah, you know I what I mean? what you're saying. Well, you also, the dope thing with live, I mean, is you could, I mean, you could just put your shit on a tripod, go live from something that has just kind of a wide room view. And it's, and then, you know, hey, you're going to see the professional production of this later if you want, but here's the, I mean, you're watching it now. You can just yeah. see the behind the scenes and all that and then hit stop if you want at any point. Fucking true camera. that true that um real talk today man this is super talk, fun man. super fun dude all right it's about that uh about that dinner time i think my fam's waiting on you're me, in kansas so city so is it east here. coast or is it central like the time um it's um two hours ahead of you central so, um it's essentially yeah. yeah i'm tripping i was this this uh vapes got me bro i was like puffing on or something like, <laughs> you're tripping <laughs> go watch goofy movie dog <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm chilling. What's I up? I said, go watch Goofy movie. Oh shoot, might have to man. Before this is <laughs> if over. You're, if you're feeling sure. it, now's the time. True Buds Radio. Yeah, I don't really have. Hey, any, which one? I don't really have anything on Facebook. I don't have really shit on Facebook. No. Nah. Oh really? I thought none are none yeah. of these yours. You can see my screen. None of these are yours. Or is this you? No, no, none of those are mine. Huh. It's with an S. I have like a page, but it doesn't. I don't. Oh, post I on put that a really. fucking Z on it like an idiot. I I just assumed your shit had a no, Z. No, a lot on of people do that. I probably. All right. But yeah, I really Did don't. Did you ever put one up? I really don't post oh. on here. Yeah, put that out, dude. I'm just more YouTube IG. 
but I need to get on there. Sometimes I feel like this is a good sometimes time. Sometimes I feel like I'm like a podcast, like I'm a manager of podcasters. Like we get, we see everybody come through and we really like grow to like everybody. And I'll see like, yo, you should be doing this. Like, I like your podcast. I like you. And like, I'll be like, yo, you need a Facebook dog. You need to bump that shit. Like, cause then you can go live off of that and build it and build that, con- you know? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. No, true that. I respect yeah. that. I've, I, I, I get that feeling a lot. Like I'm like, all right, let me tell you the three things I think could help, you know. But I don't, I don't want to actually do that. I just, it's when you see the the people you work with all the time, you want them to be successful. So, and you're right. And it's also when you can see like yours is good. People love your podcast. So, you know, if you put that shit more places, more people are gonna dig it, baby. And that's the truth, bro. They'll they'll dig it up, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, dude, thank you for dropping some real knowledge and um, providing some podcast value on this podcast and like sure. how to grow in general Hell we yeah. also got some funny like video game talk tonight that, that got me hyped up too man that was great yeah i want to go play madden play some madden bro crush it are you on xbox or you have playstation um my little bro has playstation he has a live and everything yeah playstation maybe i'll, give you, his, maybe I'll give you his code and see what's up well i can't play playstation i can only do xbox oh shit that's true true that yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, get yeah. your shit together man I know, I know. That's weak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, brother. Well, hey, thanks for coming out again, man. Thank you for having me, dude. It was good, it was good seeing you. It was great talking to you. We'll see, we'll see you soon. The world will be normal Likewise, again soon. I can't wait to be up in the studio. And at the very least, I'll be going live, at least on a phone, if I'm not doing it for the whole video. Hell so yeah. Right on, dog. Doing something tomorrow live. You motivated me. No Hell way. yeah, brother. You're going to kill it. Watch. that'll be hey, When you go live thanks. on YouTube, that's going to be dope. I cannot wait to see how that goes for you. And you know why it's cool, man? It's because like 10 people might see it, but three people come on and comment and now you're having a conversation and that's everything. Yeah. That's the real shit. That's, that's what, that's what yeah. a real, that's just real. That's, there's no other way to say it, you know? Real interact, real mm-hmm. shit, man. You're a real motherfucker. All right, dog. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right. Sounds good. This is true buzz. That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz.